let's get it started. It is September. What, September? <laughs> <laughs> we wish. I was going to say Saturday. Oh, we oh, wish crap. it was September 4th. Wow. September. This is, is going to be a great Saturday, start. August 4th. Perfect. Not September yeah, 4th yet. Saturday. Oh. The S switched me Or exactly a month away. <laughs> yeah. Saturday, August 4th. That was good. Gosh, good. that's how long it's been since great we last start. podcast. Jeez. Or you just can't wait for uh, September 4th to be here. Yeah. I don't think we got yeah. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. So obviously Destiny 2 is not dead anymore uh, based on our last podcast. Oh, not yeah. dead. Yeah, absolutely. Man, we've been grinding the crap out of the game. Woo! We're just going to hit some quick updates that uh, Bungie's been launching on us it's been ridiculous so much fun has been going down let's start with the bread and butter man that secret mission Whoa. Oh, that my favorite can't believe Hi. that warms my heart all right so obviously we're talking about the secret whisper mission and i don't know how'd you guys find out because i think louie or somebody forwarded us a tweet and it was like Somebody was stuck in there, like, what the heck is this? And yeah. obviously, like, somebody, you know, figured it out in the end, and we're like, wow. Yeah, I, fa- I stumbled upon on Twitter. Um, I think it was Ramshackle. That's, uh, if you guys don't know Ramshackle, she heads up that new website, Destiny Roundup. She collects all information on Destiny, whether it's via um, DMG, Deej, uh, through various sources on Twitter and Reddit, and she compiles them and does daily updates, weekly updates on her site. But uh, she's pretty much up to news, and um, she's constantly tweeting out. And she posted about it, and so I forwarded it to you guys, and <laughs> we ended, we managed to get it done that day. Yeah, uh, that night. yeah, which was surprising because not many people had done it that launch day. Uh, still, not many people have lo- uh, collected it from what I've seen. Yeah, it was like under 200,000 based on that picture that they sent out. So we jumped in there. Uh, it took us, what, five tries to get it done the first yep, night? five tries. Man. I, and then I tried it a couple times the next week. I couldn't do it. The following week, which is this week, we finally got a couple completions. But, man, that thing is tough. That thing is tough. It, it's tough, but it's, like, it's fun tough. It's not super long, like, you want to throw your controller. It's like, you want it so bad because the weapon's so good. So you push through, push through, push through. Like, get your heart racing. Yeah. I haven't had that feeling in D2 yeah. or in Destiny in general since Oryx. Since when you fought Oryx for the first time. You kill Oryx for the first time. That just rush of emotion. Just like, let's go. We did it. Holy shit. Yeah, like, we just... When you fail, you just want to go back immediately and try it again, try it again. But then they have yeah. that... You know, the public event where you have to get unlock at first, which is the pain in the butt part, but it was fun, man. Yeah. It was super fun. The, the waiting for that public event to hit is definitely the, the most frustrating part of that quest, but they did a good job designing the quest. You know, it, it's, it's a challenge. It's high power level requirement. The only thing, other than waiting for the public event to start, the only thing that I found frustrating in there is the walls launching you into the room. Oh, it would little... not be that oh. bad if it wasn't for that. There Those are so many times. Things? 
Yes, that there were so annoying. many times I was next to a wall trying to heal, and that hit me and either killed me or launched me into a blight or an enemy and caused me to die. Yeah, that yeah. was the most frustrating part. But yeah. it's, it's the, doable. It put the tractor cannon on the wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Boop. That's exactly what it is. But that goes it to is. like the design of it. You know, the whole design in-game activity they thought of everything and that that's pretty cool to see you know something about yeah. it also i want to talk about for a second is just like the foreshadowing if you're a big halo fan the foreshadowing about how whisper on io oh yeah i heard about that that, that was well, louis sent that to us i was just like what yeah that's pretty cool yeah, tie what, what what uh what emma cody is referencing is uh someone discovered a clip from halo 2 that's a cutscene, and um, they're speaking on one of the brigs, and Cortana talks about um, whispers on IO, which is uh, kind of interesting, seeing as how Bungie has now implemented that into Destiny 2, having IO be in Destiny 2 and creating this mission called the Whisper that grants you a weapon called the Whisper of. <laughs> It's uh, it's very very cool. That's one of those things that um, we've, we've all been waiting for for Bungie to make that connection from their past to this franchise, and it's uh, it's really cool. That's one of those those little intricacies that, that Bungie's so well at doing. Yeah, we finally got it. Yeah, they are very oh, attentive wow. to detail. They do a lot of stuff on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, they do. That that mission is it's. Uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 fantastic. I mean, it it uh, it brings back everything we've ever wanted from Destiny One to this new game, and um, I can't be more happy. That weapon is phenomenal. That weapon, yes. godly dude. It's, it's it's Black Hammer back. Pre-nerf Black Hammer. And yeah. it's for someone who's never then, had Black Hammer. It's great. <laughs> and then then those beautiful ornaments. Oh, God, I love them. I don't know if you... I, I know you guys haven't purchased them. But, no, yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I, 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 I haven't first, thought about it. Dude, it's the first time I actually spent money, real money, <laughs> in-game in for Destiny 2, and I have no regrets. I, I love both those ornaments. You bought both of them, didn't you? Yeah, I bought both of them. <laughs> That I have definitely thought about it. I uh, I haven't spent any real money on Eververse yet, but that is that's probably the one that I'll end up doing if if I do any of them. I think that's going to be the one is at least one of those. And, okay. and the best the best thing about this mission too is like like you said earlier, Bungie doesn't do anything um, without purpose, and they specifically chose to do this because they know that the community has been in disarray over this game. They're doing everything they can to win us back. And this thing is like the shining star of all that, especially since uh, they've, they've come out and said that this was just a taste of what's to come in Forsaken. So these kind of missions is something we can expect to see when Forsaken comes out. More secret out. missions. And I can't be more excited for that to happen. It brought me yeah. back to playing full time, pretty much. Yeah. After seeing this, yeah. it brought me back to like grinding. Like I need this now. Like I got Sleeper because of this, just to get this mission, just to get some extra DPS. Like I grinded through Sleeper, which was a fucking grind. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah. It, well, I, I, and I think Bungie realized, you know, the, the times in Destiny 1 when the community came together the most was when these secrets came out, whether it led to something or not. Anytime someone found something that they thought was a code or some hidden spot, the community went to work and everybody played a part in trying to find out what is this area? What is this secret? You know, is there a quest tied to this? Is it time gated? And there was so many people in the community that tried to figure this out and passed on the information and we built it together to find out what we were doing and what we could get out of it. This is the best part of what Destiny 1 was that they brought back to this game. It's like Black Splendor when you had to wait months and months and months and months just for that one mission. You're like, okay, let's go. And then you ran the same mission all day just to try to get Black Spindle just on repeat. And they, while you're on the subject of discovery, there's that discovery that, that happened for the heroic mission. Oh, the heroic man. version. Oh, the shit. Yes. I mean, them getting all of the chests and then realizing that there was a connection to Vault of Glass with the oracles by just by the sound of them i mean that's that's just that's that's, that's oh. destiny community that's what we're multi that's, that's what it's this community is known nice. for is uh is how much they care about this game and devotion i it's it's uh it's mind-blowing and I, I love that uh that bungie actually did that i mean it's the chest we've all been looking for and vault of glass is finally here i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if there is somehow a connection to vault of glass somewhere down the line through that mission or the, you open up a section of the glass that never was founded yeah they're finally giving us the the exotic chest that everyone was looking for that <laughs> thought was there chest. but yeah man that that uh that ship that you can get from getting the chest and completing the oracle portion it's uh it's pretty awesome it's the think... uh it's the argonoff carve from, uh, yeah, it's so sick. Yeah. But it's taken. <laughs> it's taken. It's taken. So sick. Oh man, that's so awesome. Although you can't even change the color of it. Yeah, it was mine too. Um, and you can't you can't change the uh, the color of it either. You can't that's put a shader tight. on it. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. I love it. It takes yeah. what three weeks to get. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and again, yeah, another grind. I have not started yet. Yeah. I need another to get grind. on there. I need to do that heroic. I need to get those chests. Yeah, we need to get do on the there. oracle puzzle. Yeah, Plus, yeah, I, on I top need of that, that On top of that, the three weeks it takes to get the ship is also the three weeks it takes for you to get the masterwork completed. Yeah. yeah. So Which good. we haven't even talked about that ridiculous buff you get with the masterwork. Jesus. Yeah, I think it's 30%. 30%. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. It's already good. Wow. <laughs> on top yeah, of the damage it, you already do. It's already yeah. DPS king at this point. And it, they're going to buff it another 30% with the Masterwork. It, it's well, they, it, it's they, they, irreplaceable at this point. Yeah. yeah. They, they did say they want to make exotics more exotic rather than just, oh, hey, it's a shiny color. Yeah, it's a exactly. staple for sure. Yes. But I, I think I want to talk about like the overall... It's, it's an in-game activity, which is freaking awesome. And it rewards you know everyone who's been playing this whole time, maxed out their levels. It gives them this something to do. And it prevents those who didn't play the opportunity to do it unless they get carried, you know, or something like that. But man, that was awesome. Yeah. That definitely had my heart racing when we were doing that. And uh, 
right at the end. I know in the video that we posted of us yeah. doing it, you could hear us talking about how the adrenaline was going at the end yeah. of it. It was so tight on the time when we finished that, but it was so satisfying to finish it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was, what, four in the morning when we finished? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was yeah, like three in the morning. There. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we, we, we finished around four in the morning. I mean, yeah, the background yeah. story was we were like, okay, last one. And then we were like, all right, last one. Oh, man. We were all tired, ready for bed, <laughs> barely able to focus on the game. This was the last try. We were about to give up, and we yeah. finally made it through it. But also the great thing is, is we never once got frustrated, you know, like frustrated to the point where we wanted to give up. That's yeah, how much no. fun this was. Yeah, we wanted to keep going for sure. Yeah, even the jumping puzzle wasn't really that bad either. I thought it'd be way worse. If you're not a warlock, <laughs> it's true. That is true. <laughs> no, but you know, there's no race. guides, no nothing, and we we're just nope. like, "Come on, we got to get this." That was so fun. Yeah, I like when we, I like when you do something when it first comes comes out, and like, you know, everybody's trying it the first time too, and we're like, "Come on, come on, come on." Oh, yeah, like, we, we have we have yet awesome. to do a raid on launch day. And when we were able to do this mission the same yep. day and complete it, it felt like that same feeling that you would get for doing a fresh raid with, exactly. you know, with no guide yeah. and, and doing it. It, it was... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's that I, I, sense of discovery on top of the accomplishment. Yeah. You know, you're, you're discovering it, you're learning it yourself. And there, there's so much more satisfaction there than just, okay, I completed it finally. Yeah, the whole thing is just phenomenal. Congrats to Bungie. Yeah. And not even saying a word about it until two days later. And then immediately following that up, man, they another update that, that they launched with the Solstice of Heroes. Wow. They had to tie it in because they released the, the, what is it, 400 weapons with the Prestige Rage layer. But there was yep. no way to get the armor. So then, boom, here we go. That 400 armor. Man, all this and endgame activity is perfect. grind. Yes, it is. It gives us more to do. It gives us so much more to grind for, and it really makes you enjoy the game so much more because there's a goal in mind. Before, the biggest problem that we had, you know, coming from being hardcore Destiny 1 players was that there was nothing to go for at the end. You know, there was endgame activities, but you tested yourself, you completed them, you know what you're doing, and then unless you really had a specific weapon that you wanted that... You know, we're similar enough to a lot of the other weapons. There was really nothing driving you back to the game to do more. Yeah. Especially if you're not a PvP player normally. And adding these in and adding all of these goals to grind for has brought me back 100%. I've probably put close to 40 hours into the game in the last couple of weeks. Yep. Yeah, I'm not that much. I'm at least 20 something, but I'm up there. I'm way more. Yeah. I went months without playing months and months. And then I was like whispering and I was like, oh. Here goes the grind. Oh, what level so were you when you came back? Just like this past three, two weeks? I was 340. Yeah. And I'm at 363. So I went up 20 plus power levels in two weeks and got <laughs> my sleep and got my sleeper. Yeah. And just, your whisper. And my whisper. That's yeah. That was, that was awesome. That was fun. That was great. What um, are you guys thinking about the Redux missions? Hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> The perfect description oh. for that. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I remember. I, I see just all these did. YouTubers that are like posting solo guides, and I'm like, "Isn't this supposed to be solo?" 
and then and, you know i just They're went not. in i did all of them by myself and i was like oh that's why <laughs> yeah it's, it, they did a really good job because it balances you know with the way that the armor drops being only 200 power level they know you're gonna have our ar weapons that are higher than that but it only brings you up to you know if you've got weapons that are basically maxed out it brings you up to about 270 to 280 with that armor on and so it brings you down to a level where it's actually a challenge for where they put the redux missions at and then they added in a lot of yellow bars they changed some things around in the missions and made it almost like running a strike or a mini raid doing these missions it's it's a perfect way to balance that out and i i think it was fantastic the way they did that and i'm i'm just about to the point where i'm upgrading my armor to blue to rare and you know haven't done that yet but i'm hoping that everything kind of comes up along with you you know you have to do the strikes and you have to do these other activities in order to get everything done to upgrade yeah. And you're at a point where it's now a challenge, being only that 270 give or take power level, you're not way overpowered for it. I think that was the perfect way to do that. Yeah, I just did the homecoming mission. That's the only one I've done, and I was expecting to do the whole mission again. And then in turn, you only do the cabal ship at the end. And oh man, I was not ready for that. Luckily, I had sleeper. Mm -hmm. but, whew, well, I was a lot tougher than I thought it would be. It's like, oh, first Yeah, it is really like, tough. Oh, nope. That and really the bo that boss room is ridiculous. All those centurions coming at you, and you got a boss firing at you. Yeah, yeah definitely but, bring a team with you. Yeah, again though, it's it's an end game act, you know, in game activity, end game update, which is what we all ask for every single time, every single quarter of the game. You know, we run out of stuff to do, and then we're like, oh, okay, well, let's go play some other game. Yep. Now they're like, here you go, boom two or three weeks of like updates and we're like oh gosh and then we got yes, Forsaken coming out Forsaken coming out in like a month this is gonna what keep I us love, busy for a while what i love about this event too is that they are taking this game full circle they're bringing us back to the armor that we started this game off with the armor that that was supposed to set this game on a new path that damn near broke this game i think it did and 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 now we're getting to um to take that broken armor, reforge it, and create better armor out of it. And it's almost poetic, you know? It's poetic to what Bungie's done with this game and where we're at now compared to where we were last year, you know? Yeah, last year this time. The perfect analogy, really, because that's what it is. You're reforging armor. You're reforging over the past year of mishaps, mistreatments, and I feel like they actually care, not just like, oh, yeah, whatever, you know? Like, yeah, okay, community, whatever, I'll do how I want to do Like most developers are. They actually care. They're like, all right, we see where we messed up. We see the problems we had with the game when it came out. This is what we're doing. Here's a celebration of our achievements or our kind of our hard work over the past year to make this game your game you always wanted it to be. And that's what really, that's what I like about it. That's what I like, the theme of it is just, it's so cool, like, of how they come back to they're fixing their mistakes and owning up to it like this is where we messed up this is what we're improving this is how we're improving and here you guys go enjoy and not only have they reforged the game they also reforged the community i mean there's people who left the game and now they're back and they're salivating for more especially for what they're seeing from forsaken yeah so i mean it, i was it's, gone um it's like fantastic 
I was gone. It, and then it's I'm fantastic back. what they're doing, you know, and I, I'm just so happy for where we're at with this, and especially for um, this event because it, it, it's a really fantastic event. They they really did outdo themselves with creating uh, cosmetics for us to grind because it's not easy to get this. Yeah, stuff. I was gonna ask you, gotta, you about that. You no. gotta put the time and and um, for me, I uh, I don't get a lot of time to play. Um, I get two days a week, about two to three hours on Wednesday and anywhere between four to six hours on on Friday nights. And for me, when when I got to put my time into Destiny, I'm I make sure that I I'm utilizing all the time I have. And um, for this event to be so grindy, um, I feel that my time that I'm spending in this game is being justly rewarded. And this is the stuff I want to see going forward with Destiny because I feel like the time I'm putting into this game, I'm getting it back tenfold. I want and my I, game back. I'm loving it. I just want that one game that I always can come back to no matter what. Like, yeah, we all go play different things. I want that game to come back to me. Destiny was that game for me. And D2 is finally becoming that game again. For me, I haven't left Destiny. As most of everyone yeah, here, they, they, uh, they all ventured off to different games. I still... I, this is something about this franchise. I just can't put it down. No matter what. No matter how pissed off I am. No matter how, how mad I get for what's going on or what they're not doing right. I I still can't seem to get my hands off this game. I mean, we had a brief stint where I was playing Monster Hunter for majority of my time. And a little bit of Division. But as soon as something came back for me to do in this game, I jumped right back on it. <laughs> it just... I, just, I think it's I the know. world they built. It's my love for this game. Me I just too. love this I game. Agree. Uh, I think it's the world they built and the characters they built with it. And then just kind of the secret nuances they have and the secrets they have. Their, their storytelling isn't like... I know that's one of the big issues of their community, I would say, is no storytelling. But really, you gotta dig deep. Their lore, their stories, there, you just gotta go find it, which I think is pretty cool. There's yeah, always something a lot to of discover. nuances and stuff. Details yeah. that are always hidden well, that people are that's, discovering that's not going to be for long because we have that awesome looking lore book coming out yeah i'm so excited for that and then we also have lore going to be in game in the future yeah that's gonna be great we're sending like a place in the tower like a library you can go look up lore tabs and stuff like that yeah i'm looking forward to see how they do that um i i've wanted a really good lore system in a game for a while because i love getting an idea of the story and the background and things that happened in the past that they don't tell directly in the game. It, the grimoire system in D1 had its problems, but it was a good way to tell those long stories that they didn't have room for in the game. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what they do with that. The lore tabs that they have now on different weapons and armor is... I think, honestly, a step back from the Grimoire system. It's not able to tell those same in-depth stories. And uh, I, I really want that back. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Was it launching with the Forsaken update or DLC? Or how is that going to work? From what I understand, yeah. It's uh, it's going to be on launch for, for nice. Forsaken in-game lore. In-game lore. Ooh, I'm excited to see what they uh, uh, put there. I'm excited for this few surprises they haven't shown us yet either. So it's going to be good. Cool. All right, switching gears a little bit. 
the other thing that they launched in the past like what month or so is the prestige raid layer raid layers and boy i don't know if you guys have tried it yet but man these things are tough i have not tried it yet i want to i need to get in there i need to get some 400 power weapons but i have not had the opportunity to do that right now solstice of heroes is my priority i'm trying to get everything done with the time that i have get my armor upgraded and uh i have not set aside the time to do that just yet so let me give you some i guess background story on my attempts i guess at the prestige rage layer raid layer uh me and tony jumped in we had just a random team and we jumped in at phase one at argos so the modifier is prism right which means the burns rotate every i don't know 30 seconds or so and so you know you have your normal normal loadout but then they say hey you got to use a sniper you got to use an auto rifle you got to use a pulse rifle something like that so we're like okay that's fine you know we got the best sniper in the game let's put it on you know we got our subclass the best subclass in the the whole game sunbreaker (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. uh so we we were doing it i was like okay this is gonna be a breeze as soon as solar burn comes you know it's game over um, but it's not what you think at all. Because all the Does enemies that's... in that room in Argos, Cody knows it too because we just ran the raid the other day. Yep. So yep, they all, yep. they're all they all vexed. They all have solar burn. So when we go to solar, we're ready to go DPS, right? All the enemies are shooting at you all at once. And if you, you know, as soon as you get out of your super or if you're trying to snipe, you're gonna die in like 10 seconds it's super fast so you know we tried like i don't know five times six times just on the phase one part which is you know a relatively easy part yeah and and we're like what the heck is going on it's like why is it so hard and sure enough it took us like 10 attempts and we finally did it and that was just phase one now we got to go to phase two and we're like man this is good this is a good challenge Phase two was a little bit easier, just because you know it all depends depends on uh, your DPS, right? Yeah. So yeah. we tried to time it around solar burn, and you know we would get it sometimes, but then other times we we would be on arc, for example, and then if you're on a different burn, uh, the third burn gets cut in half. So when you're trying to shoot the orbs to unlock Argos's gate, it's like half the time it takes because you're. Sh- you know your damage is halved so it's pretty oh, tricky it man it's, so. it's pretty crazy yeah. it, it affects it, the guns too yeah it affects the oh, cannons wow. yeah that's crazy so yeah, if it's a, yeah if it's a rainbow burn you know whoever has the modifier on let's say arc that arc arc orb would go in in like a second and then the solar one or or the void one whichever one that's not gets halved that one goes normal speed and then the halved one goes half speed so it's weird. You have to time it pretty good. And sometimes that's if you're, you know, you're missing, you're missing your cannon shots. You run out of your cannon. That's that's a wipe. And we're like, Man. I didn't think about yeah, that twist on it. And you know, I I said it last night while we were raiding when you were talking to us about that prestige lair, Javi. That uh, I I think I'm in under the opinion that Bungie did this on purpose. That they knew when it came to a loadout with a sniper people who had whisper they were saying oh this is great we're going to be able to defeat argos in no time and then they put prism in there just to mess everybody up and i I really think they did that on purpose 
And I'm not saying it was a good move or a bad move. I, I, I think it, it was something to surprise the community. Everyone was excited and it'd be easy, and it's not. No. Yep. They put it on purpose, too. It was, it was a really good challenge. Whenever, you know, I don't know if you guys will have time this week, but whenever we do get a chance and it's Prism again, we got to get in there because it was a lot of fun. It's very challenging, though. Really challenging. So, Javi, since you've, you've done the Prestige Raids, yeah. um, would you have preferred if they would have made the, the traditional uh, oh. hard mode where oh. they, they change the mechanics? Oh, that's a good question. It's like the D1 kind of-ish prestige? Yeah. Or... That, that, that seems to be uh, a big debate right now in the community is that they there's there's a portion of the community that have preferred that they would have went the, the traditional way of, of a hard mode with mechanical changes. And there's those who like what they've done with this locked loadout system and the modifiers. So I just wanted to see, since you've, you're the one out of us yeah. who've done it, you know, where, where do you stand on that line? Ah, that's tough. I'm like right in the middle because these modifiers, you know, they're new modifiers or Prism is an old one, but they brought it back. Still, it's still unique to the raids, right? Yeah. So dealing with the modifiers and, you know, lock loadout, that's something very different and it does make it challenging for sure. But we already know the mechanics and to succeed, right? We already know how to beat the boss. We just got to use what we have and just make it work. With the changes, let's say they implement, you know, new mechanics. That would have been interesting because then let's say, oh, you can't use a cannon two times in a row or else, you know, game over. You wipe. That would have been crazy. Or, you know, change up, you know, the cannon where we're going to Argos, the platforms and stuff. Maybe they would have changed that whole you know, sequence that would have been that would have been nuts too. Uh, or maybe a goblin that steals your cannon. <laughs> oh gosh, so yeah, Our things like that. Like, don't do that to us. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, like, Manitar. yeah, like the heroic, um, like D one raids, for example, and how they were harder, but at the same time there was a new mechanic involved. I think that's a little bit more challenging than just you know in what the raid is you just have to deal with these situation and just get it done if you have a, if you're a new player or if you're an old player and you're still raiding and you do the prestige and let's say this new mechanic and you're like oh i gotta think this through again you know you're not just on autopilot and be like hey okay i gotta use a rocket this this time i don't know i think i would be more on the mechanic side just a little bit though yeah more of that sense of discovery and you know one thing i'm interested to see that what they do is i know the prestige raid the leviathan raid is different they added in different things with that it's a little bit of mechanical changes but the raid layers they said they designed as complete experiences with all the mechanics intact i'm what and they have these uh locked loadouts for the prestige layers i'm interested to see if they continue with that when we get a full new raid with the forsaken expansion is the prestige mode going to be this locked loadout with modifiers or is it going to be mechanics changes maybe they'll have that the full raids have mechanics changes for the prestige mode but the layers on top of that that they come out with through the year have the lock loadout system that, that, and i think that's a good way to yeah, do it that's what i think that's what i think the plan is going to be i think they've mentioned that in the past that they want to have the raids have that the change in mechanics and 
keep the raid layers their own thing. So I'm pretty sure that's what the plan is moving forward. I could be wrong, but I'm okay with that because I feel like the, ra the raid layers aren't an entirely full raid. So them having their own little, you know, isolated world where they have their own version of the prestige mode is fine with me. But the Leviathan, it has challenges, you know that? Yeah, and yeah. there's yes. nothing really special. You get emblems for doing the challenge, but there's nothing really special besides that. It does make it harder. It's, it's a different kind of mechanic twist, but doesn't no point in doing them, you know? No, because it's, it's all yeah. cosmetic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's something that needs to change. Yeah. But if they keep that system, either adding mechanics or adding challenges, uh, certain ways to do things, but give you a reason to do that, that would be a great balance. And then you can choose, do I want to go discover more about the raid or do I want to have that short raid layer run but with more challenge because of modifiers and locked loadouts? I think that's a good way to please both sides of the community. You know, there's that big debate going on and that way you have something to please both sides of that debate. You've got one activity for the mechanics and as long as it has a good reason to do those, something good to grind for, some good loot, not just a cosmetic difference, that will please that side of the community. And then they, there's the side that can go into the raid lair and be perfectly happy because they know it, it's just harder for them. I agree. Okay, I think we can all agree that Whenever the Forsaken comes out, we can't wait to get the, the new raid, the new challenges, you know, everything that's involved with it, all the exotics. Oh, man, it's going to be so much fun. I just want to know. The weapon I'm... system changes. Weapon system. Oh. Yes. Weapon oh mods. Gosh, all, so many changes. Armor mods. Mod, mod system update. Remember, I cannot wait. We're three weeks away from trying that out. I know. Ooh. So excited. Can't wait. Oh, man, I got to pre-order that. Shoot. Same here. Yeah, 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 me too. too. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, I know, I forget about it. I think it's tomorrow. Well, let's but, close uh, with this, man. Uh, just the overarching topic of why we're making this podcast and why we do YouTube videos on Destiny 2, Destiny. Why do we keep coming back to this game? Cody uh, hinted on it earlier. Uh, he mentioned a little bit of why he com keeps coming back, but just in general, um, you know, why? What of Destiny 2 keeps you coming back? Why would you tell someone to join or to play? Uh, just answer those questions for me, because I need to know. I think it's the world for me personally. Just the characters. Even like your classes, your hunters, titans, warlocks. Like They all have their own separate stories of where they came from and their vanguards that came before them. And just the stories and the Iron Lord. Just so sci-fi, but real at the same time. Like, this could actually happen. So would you say more like the lore and the yeah. history of Destiny and maybe yeah. Bungie yeah. tying it together? Yeah. Well, for me, well, um, I, I'm just going to say that, so I came from playing a lot of FPSs, um, came from playing Halo. After Halo, I switched over to Call of Duty. And um, there was always a desire for me to play an MMO. I just never had the means to do so. Um, I've always been a console player, still am. So I, there was there wasn't a game that that's that had that itch for me to scratch for uh, an MMO experience until this game came out until they created this the shared shared world shooter genre and um, since D1 that's that's the thing that's really uh, wrapped me into it Bungie I believe is the best currently right now 
at giving us the best experience as far as gunplay goes. Oh yeah, for sure. In video games. Whenever you shoot sure. a gun in, in, in Destiny, it is fantastic. It feels great. It looks great. It sounds great. All of that. 100%. And every time you yes. use a weapon in this game, nope. you're going to have a great sounds. experience. Exactly. Every gun has a and unique sound. It's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. And then you combine that with this fantastical story that they've created that we're in this vast future of a dying Earth that some celestial alien being decided to choose our planet and revive the dead on this world to become guardians for its legion, you know? And not only that, is there's fantastic elements of this game. There's the hive, which to me is probably the most compelling enemy that we have next yeah. to the fallen. Uh, it's, I love the fallen. It's the worlds they create. I mean, I still miss going to 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 go and patrol on the moon, or yeah, old Russia. I, I memorize those those maps like the back of my hand. Yeah. Um, the there's something about this game that continually drives me back to wanting to play it, even when it comes to to PvP. I mean, I have fun going to the Crucible and 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 playing uh, a PvP match because this game has supers it has crazy weapons it's got fun levels it's, it's abilities. got abilities and, and and exotic armors and stuff that you can't find in other games right now there, there's there's gonna get there's games gonna be you know competing for that title soon yeah um division two is looking like it's gonna it's taken its swing at at bungie and destiny uh same goes for anthem yeah and oh they're not going to be the last ones trying to do that. But as of right now, this game constantly has me by my hands, pulling me towards it. it, it there's some type of gravitational pull that, that's that's pulling me towards the Traveler right now. And it won't stop. Uh, and, and, um, it's it's a game that we can all jump on together with my friends. Yeah. And and if we want to run some PvP, we can go do that. If, if we have some... Uh, some daily milestones that we want to knock out. We could do that together as a group, or as a solo player. There's there's plenty of times where uh, not everyone's on, and and or you're playing other games, and I'm I'm hopping on running solo, and I could do that if I want to. Yeah. As, um, bring him back real quick uh, to friends about this aspect of it. Uh, yeah, I've made so many friends on here just on the Destiny from you guys, basically you guys. Oh yeah, all of us. All of yeah. us. Because of That's this. How we game. met. Yeah, it's it's what I've yeah this channel everything's come from a video game. I never thought it would be possible, but it just it's it's something special. They've got they got the right things going right now, and keep it going, man. They got something special on their hands with D two. Yeah. So that's, if, you, if you're if you're yeah. asking me what's gonna drive what drives me to play Destiny two, it's fun, <laughs> having fun. Yeah, simple. That's it's it's really it's what it comes down to. I mean, even in the worst of times of this game, and really, it, it there were some pretty bad times here. I yeah. still had a little bit of fun. Oh yeah, I, I can't deny it. I mean, I was mad. I think we all were. Oh yeah, they heard us though for sure. Yeah. Yes, they did. It took a while, but they're getting there. Yeah, my mine's simple. Three things, real quick: community, friends, and the challenge. There's always something challenging that you could do in Destiny 2. 
I look at all these YouTubers soloing, you know. The solo heroic whisper <laughs> Solo oh the God. whisper, yeah. Yeah. Holy shoot. And then it makes me want to try it. I kind of like the challenge like that. I want to learn how they do it, and, you know, speed runs and things like that. And then I bring it to us, you know, when we're ha- casually playing, I'll be like, hey, do this, do this. And you're like, oh, that makes it a lot easier. I just, I don't know, I like the challenge of it. I mean, D1, I used, I used to try to solo Crota and stuff, and I did it before. And I was like, man, this is, you know... I'm spending like two or three hours practicing to solo this stupid thing, but it's the game and it just keeps me coming back and I, I just love it. It's crazy. It's fun. What about you? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think for me, you know, definitely the world sucks me in, as was said before. Um, that's what really got me into the Destiny universe in the first place and got me into playing more. The lore, the story behind it, the world that Bungie has built, and even when I stop playing for a while when I took time away to play other games because there wasn't much to grind for, there wasn't much endgame there, um, and I followed things on my off time instead of playing the game, but it, it kept me involved in the Destiny universe. And then really what brings me back and what keeps me playing is these endgame activities and this grind that they've finally brought back with the solstice of heroes with the whisper of the warm mission these are what keep me coming back and i'm so happy that not only did they give us things to grind for worthy pursuits to go after but they're finally adding back in that those things that you're you're getting going for it's not just a cosmetic change it makes you more powerful that was what i missed most out of d1 when D2 came out was that it really, when you got to the end game, you were just able to do those other activities, but you didn't feel powerful like, a, like you did in D1. Like a badass. You know, it did. Yes, it didn't have that RPG aspect of when I get to the end game and I get this best armor, this best set, that I'm going to be able to go in and just dominate everything but the hardest activities. And that's finally back. You know, yeah. I, I had an experience the other day that I had got Whisper um, a couple of weeks ago with you guys, and I I had an experience the other day that I jumped into um, a public space on Mars, and some people were doing Escalation Protocol. And they were, you know, they they were decent power level between 357, I think, was the lowest, and like 376, and they were on the first wave. They were sitting there, they were doing it, they were doing pretty good, but they were having their challenges and being 382, I think I was with that setup and having Whisper, I jumped in there, I helped him clear out a lot of ads and when that ogre came up, I pulled out my Whisper and I just completely destroyed that ogre. <laughs> and when I turned when I turned away from it after I killed it, I turned away and I see one of the lower power level guys just looking at me for a second like did that really happen and then he just starts <laughs> dancing in front of me and it, it brought that satisfaction back i've spent the time i've built my character up and i finally feel powerful again and you come and that, in. that's really what yeah. keeps me coming back is building that power and i enjoy the challenge i enjoy not being powerful for, for a while but i want to be able to drive towards that goal of there's going to be the hard activities they're going to be challenging and i love those but when I'm going in and doing something else, I want to feel like my time has been worth it. All right. I think we should end on that. Would you guys agree? I got one more question. Sure. Okay. Real quick, real simple. What's one thing, only one, 
that's coming in Forsaken that you're most excited for? I'll start. I want to know why the fuck Aldrin killed Cade. That's really the only thing I care about is why the fuck Cade had to die. So yours more like story. Yeah. Plus the bows, but I really want to know why Cade had to die. I'm going to say the weapon changes, the slots. I want to see gonna how say... it's going to play with, uh, you know, two shotguns or two snipers, something like that. I like I like that from D1 for sure. I'm going to say mine is probably the mod system changes. When I heard mod system in this game, I was thinking that we were going to be able to customize weapons a little bit on top of the perks that they already have. And I was very disappointed to find that, you know, armor mods didn't do a lot. Yeah. And weapon mods really just gave you a power level boost, having the plus five legendary. I'm yep. going to be happy getting rid of that and actually being able to customize things to my preference and play style. Yeah. That's are we getting random rolls too? We are. Yes, we are. We're getting yeah, random we rolls a week Perfect. before. We're getting weapon slot changes oh, really? and random rolls a week before. Sweet. What about you, Louie? It's kind of what Andrew touched on, the mod system, but it's more about the horizontal pro pro uh, progression we're getting in, in armor and weapons. We're going to be getting a new way to to get Masterwork, and it's not going to be as simple as we do now, where we just collect uh, materials and apply it so we can become Masterwork. There's going to be uh, levels to our weapons and armor to be able to progress them towards Masterwork. And I believe they said that's like 10 levels. What? So I yeah so I, I that's that that horizontal that horizontal progression is what I'm looking for. I mean it's great it's great to hit those the, the vertical progression with you know hitting your power level cap and all that. But it's the horizontal progression that I'm looking really looking forward to, uh, getting the best armor that you make yourself how you want it, um, and the best weapon the way you want to make it with the mods and masterwork. That's what I'm looking forward to, is creating more of a sense of ownership with um, the loot we get in the game. Yes. Well, I'm excited. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excited. Nice. Super excited. Taking King on steroids. Yeah. All right. Well, thank yes. you, everyone. Thank you for everyone to listening. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll look forward to the next podcast. All right. Let's yep. get it. Catch you guys next time. Yep. Peace. Peace out. Peace. Bye.